If you want to get better at delivering presentations and improving your speaking at work, today's episode is going to be perfect for you. Today, I explain how to deliver impactful presentations and speeches. Hello and a very warm welcome to episode number 83 of Your Bravo Career. My name is Mark Crossfield. I'm a professional career coach, helping you to love your job and build a great career. This podcast is about why your career matters, how you can enjoy what you're doing each day at work and how to build a great career along the way. And in today's episode, a change from the topics I usually cover, I'm going to be talking about communication at work, specifically communicating by presentation or by giving a speech of some sort. So this might even be a presentation at a job interview or to pitch for some new work. And I've mentioned before that I'm the educational director at my local speaking group. and I've recently given a series of three speeches on today's subject. And I thought it would be good to talk about speaking well at work right here on the podcast, focusing on what does it take to give a good speech or presentation. And I'm using a book which I've been very impressed with to underscore the key parts of my message today. The book is John Maxwell's The 16 Undeniable Laws of Communication. And I'm a big fan of John Maxwell's books. I've read quite a few of them and they're always packed with practical ideas you can apply in your career. So that's John Maxwell's The 16 Undeniable Laws of Communication. So let's set the stage, shall we? You're about to address an audience or perhaps give a presentation at work and you're looking for your message to have some sort of impact. You want your presentation to be effective, to educate, convince or motivate your audience. But where does it start? Well, according to John Maxwell, it doesn't start with the words you choose. We'll talk about those later. It starts with your credibility. Your credibility. The journey to delivering a presentation that has impact begins with your credibility. To be credible in the eyes of others, you must genuinely believe in the message you're delivering. When you have that belief, and when you're confident in your message, your audience will be more open to listening to you. In today's digital age, Greta Thunberg epitomizes credibility. Her environmental advocacy work isn't just lip service, it's a lifestyle, isn't it? Her example reinforces the power of walking the talk, elevating her from a spokesperson to a catalyst for change. In your case, this often means that it's necessary to learn, build skills and become knowledgeable in the area you want to talk about. By becoming competent in your field, knowing your stuff, people will perceive you as more trustworthy and credible when you present your ideas. So, before every speech, I ask myself three questions. Do I know this? Do I feel this? And do I live this? And I look for a yes to all three questions and work to keep those things in alignment. You are, of course, the message you speak. If what you're preparing to deliver doesn't connect with you, it won't connect with others. It won't breathe life into others if it doesn't live in you. 
Also, I'm pretty sure that the audience can sense it. So, that's the first place to start, having credibility. Let's now discuss some strategies for preparing your presentation and crafting your message. According to Maxwell, and I agree with this, even experienced speakers prepare extensively before speaking in front of an audience. Winston Churchill once commented on arrival by saying, He can be described as one of those orators who, before he gets up, does not know what he's going to say. When he's speaking, does not know what he's saying. And when he has sat down, doesn't know what he has said. In other words, that person was prone to winging it instead of working it. Whether through arrogance or indifference, that's what too many speakers do. But the reality is that without proper preparation, your communication is much more likely to fall flat. Being well prepared improves your ability to connect with and bring value to your audience. It also helps you develop your communication skills as you reflect on your ideas and plan your approach. Another key point is, before you write your message, it's helpful to identify your natural speaking strengths so that you can build them into your presentation. While learning from other speakers can give you techniques and methods to experiment with, you should write your message in your own voice. If you try to take an approach that doesn't come naturally to you, like revealing a personal story that you're not comfortable sharing, you risk losing your connection with your audience. How do you get to know your own speaking voice? The answer is, of course, to do as many presentations and speeches as you can. Kate Trafford, good friend of the podcast, said in a previous interview with me that talking and speaking well to a group, doing presentations, etc., is a skill which is expansive for your career, whilst not developing this skill can be limiting for your career. At some point, speaking becomes important, and therefore it's better to lean into that sooner rather than later. When you start to write your speech, make sure that you write your ideas into a clear and engaging message that will make a lasting impression. Maxwell describes several steps you can take to do this. Firstly, see if you can develop your message into a single sentence. Be very clear about the crux of your message before communicating anything. If you don't know your theses, your audience will have an even harder time understanding it. Then, research and plan out your talking points. Create a basic outline of your main points and gather supporting material such as data, stories and ideas. See if you can organise your main points so that your audience sees how they're all connected. Once you have your basic organisation, you can then sort out the supporting material you've gathered under the relevant points. In my speaking club, we often talk about how to start presentations. It's an important part of any speech or presentation. And at the start of your presentation, consider using a quote, telling a story or asking a question. There are many impactful ways to start, so don't waste the opening with an introduction that leaves your audience uninspired. As you develop the rest of your presentation, try to use visual imagery and storytelling to keep your audience engaged. People remember images better than words, and most people are visual learners. Okay, so now you've crafted your message and done your preparation. Now it's time to step onto the stage, not just as a speaker, but as a connector. A connector. Let me illustrate with a tale you might find familiar. Let me know if you've experienced this yourself. 
Imagine you're in a bustling coffee shop and across the room, a child is attempting their first steps. There's a collective pause as shared sentiment fills the air. The child stumbles though and the room holds its breath and then, triumph! The child's laughter rings out and we, as the observer, are swept up in a spontaneous round of applause. In that moment, our connection is unspoken yet palpable. We are united by a simple, universal experience. And that is the essence of connecting with your audience. This is what we're looking for, the holy grail of speaking in front of an audience. Now let me share with you John Maxwell's strategies to transform your speech into an experience. Maxwell is fond of his laws, and here comes the law of involvement. Effective communicators do more than just speak. They engage. They invite their audience to participate, to contribute become part of the narrative. So get your audience involved. Ask them questions. Prompt them to reflect, to nod, to respond. That involvement paves a way for a deeper connection. Next, in his book, The 16 Undeniable Laws of Communication, Maxwell talks about the law of experiential sharing. The premise of this law is that people resonate with experience, not just concepts. So even when you share a story in your presentation, you're offering a piece of yourself. If I tell you about how I went from a job I hated to a career I love, the steps I took, the highs and the lows, consider the power of my personal journey. Such stories are not just heard, they're felt. They become a shared experience, a collective memory. The key, however, is that such stories must be authentic. There's no greater magnetism than that of authenticity. I once witnessed a speaker, a senior leader, share a pivotal moment in his career. Instead of boasting about his achievements, he described the profound impact one of his junior members of staff had given him, a fresh perspective on an overlooked issue within the company. His humility shone through as he admitted how this insight had changed the course of how they deal with such issues. It led to a change leadership approach. He connected with the audience, not through a display of how good he was or how well the company were doing, but by showcasing the value of every team member. In that moment, his vulnerability and respect to others reflect the depth of his character. Okay, let's talk about ending your presentation now. A good talk, presentation or speech is like a good play, movie or song. It opens by arresting the listener's attention, develops point by point, and then end strongly. The truth is, if you don't know how to end a speech, the overall message won't be as persuasive and your key points may get lost. The words you say at the beginning, and especially at the end of your talk, are usually the most persuasive parts of the speech and will be remembered longer than almost any other part of what you've said. One option is to end a speech with a summary. There's a simple formula for this. Tell them what you're going to tell them. Tell them then tell them what you've told them. As you approach the end of your talk, say something like, let me briefly restate these main points. You then list the key points one by one and repeat them to the audience, showing the linkages between the points. Audiences appreciate a linear repetition of what they've just heard. It's also very important to tell the audience what you want them to do as a result of hearing your speak. A call to action is the best way to wrap up your talk with strength and power. Here's an example. We have great challenges and great opportunities, and with your help, 
we will meet them and make this year the best year in our history. Whatever you say, imagine an exclamation point at the end. As you approach the conclusion, pick up your energy and tempo. This is even more important if the presentation you are giving is virtual. So speak with strength and emphasis. Drive the final point home. Regardless of whether the audience participants agree with you or are willing to do what you ask, you should be perfectly clear to them what you are requesting. If you can, make your call to action inspirational. People love to be motivated and inspired to be or do something different and better in the future. So I hope you enjoyed my discussion about communication at work and specifically delivering presentations with impact. I talked about how the journey to delivering an impactful presentation begins with credibility. It's crucial that you genuinely believe in the message you're delivering. I stress the importance of preparation. Being well prepared is key to connecting with your audience and bringing value to your talk. I discussed the importance of recognising and using your natural speaking strengths. And gaining experience is crucial in developing your own speaking voice. I covered how to craft a clear and engaging message. This includes forming a concise thesis statement, outlining your main points and using visual imagery and storytelling to keep the audience engaged. I discussed the law of involvement and the law of experiential sharing. Engaging the audience and sharing genuine experiences creates a deeper connection. And I highlighted the importance of a strong ending, summarising key points and providing a clear call to action are vital. And Ending on an inspirational note can be particularly effective. I remember what I said about the significant role effective communication plays in your career development and the impact you can have delivering well-crafted presentations. So, let these ideas help you to be the communicator who not only speaks, but also connects with your audience, large or small. Let the legacy of your communication be the change it inspires. If you're interested to learn more about John Maxwell's The 16 Undeniable Laws of Communication, why not pick up a copy of the book yourself? Remember, the best way to become a better speaker is to say yes to as many speaking opportunities as you can. You can't read or think your way into being a good speaker. You need to have practice. If you'd like to reach out to me, For any questions or insights related to this episode or any aspect of the podcast, don't hesitate to get in touch. Your feedback is always appreciated. And remember, if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, now is the perfect time to do so. For those who are already subscribed, thank you for your ongoing support. And as usual, you can find today's show notes at bravocoaching.co.uk forward slash podcast. And remember, if you're interested in working with me, you can book a free discovery call on my website. Thank you for being part of your Bravo career community. Have a fantastic week. And I look forward to speaking with you again in a couple of weeks' time. Bye for now.